Two men in a six-pack starts in three, two, one. Welcome, two men and the six-pack listeners. We are live on location at Twin Peaks. Thank you, Mike, <coughs> Brandon, and the Twin Peaks staff. Everybody sitting around this table, I'm surprised your eyes are still open because we've just consumed massive amounts of food. I think we're like 8,000 calories. 8,000 calories. Well, I mean, that's good for lunch. I mean, yeah. you're probably going to scream about 20,000 for dinner. Oh, so, yeah. So that's all right. But thank you to Twin Peaks uh, for hosting us today before the Super Bowl. Mike came to me with this idea. We told him we weren't going to record during the 7 p.m. time frame, but we're going to record now. So here we go. So to my right, Joey Mahalchik. To his right, Coach Miller, who is on the rebound from uh, man. Bionic Man. <laughs> Bio Man. The six, $6 million man, Dave, Coach Dave Miller. To his right, Bob, I'm sporting the East Carolina jacket, Mills. <laughs> to his right, his son, Bobby, I'm sporting the red of the Wolfpack. We scored 24 points yesterday. <laughs> Mills. The whole game. The whole, whole game. game. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, if you did not, guys, if y'all didn't see that, that wasn't for the for the half or 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 a, ten, or a ten minute span. That was for the for the whole game. So, with that said, let's move on, and we're going to start birthdays today. Only maybe three people here know this. 1940, Fran Tarkington. Bobby, do you know who Fran Tarkington Minnesota is? Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. NFL quarterback, Vikings, Giants, and then the Vikings again. Led the Vikings. He, he was the early uh, rendition of Jim Kelly. He led the Vikings to three straight Super Bowls and three straight losses. Yep. So he does rank fifth all-time in career rushing. Hey, do you know what college you went to by any chance? Nebraska? No, he was a Georgia Bulldog. Oh, man. Georgia Bulldog. But anyway, ranks fifth rushing yards behind Randall Cunningham, Steve Young, Michael Vick, and the Panthers, Cam Newton. So, at his time of retirement, Tarkington owned every major quarterback record, and he was inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1986 and the College Football Hall of Fame in 1987. Keeping with Super Bowl quarterbacks. This one on the other end of the spectrum, 1945, Bob Greasy. His birthday is today. NFL quarterback, Miami Dolphins, led the Dolphins to three Super Bowl wins, including the perfect season. Perfect season. You know what's interesting about that? Does anybody know the history of that season? Though? Dave probably does. He's Do you know the history? Fan. They didn't lose a game? They didn't lose a game. <laughs> but Greasy, undefeated me, right? Greasy got hurt. Earl Morrow. Earl Morrow. So Greasy got yeah, hurt. I got a good Earl Morrow story. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, tell a, us. So I was at a party uh, freshman year in high school and was then peeing in the bushes and it ended up being Earl Morrill's bushes and he pulled in the driveway and yelled at us to get out of his yard. <laughs> That's a good story. Well, he was 80 when he was playing football. So. so Greasy played like three or four games and got hurt and Morrow took over and played like the rest of the season and actually even the first playoff game and I want to say it was the first half of the second playoff game against the Steelers. And they were kind of sluggish, and Don Shula came in with Greasy. He was like, hey, man, we need to pick me up. You ready to go back in? And he said, yeah. And he went back in, led them to a victory over the Steelers, <laughs> and then led them to a victory over the Deadskins in the uh, Super Bowl. In, in Super Bowl. So Greasy was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 84 and Pro Football Hall of Fame in 90. You know who Earl Morrill backed up also, another great quarterback? Johnny Unitas. Johnny Unitas. Yep. Johnny Unitas. <laughs> God, he is old in the backup. Both yeah, old. yeah, yeah. So – Lastly, 1968, former NBA, pretty good player, Vladi Divac. Vladi Divac. Now GM of the Sacramento Kings, 16-year veteran, number one draft pick, 26 overall of the Lakers back in 89. Easy question. Vladi's claim to fame. Coach Shade got traded to the Hornets. That's right. For Kobe Bryant. For, Kobe, for the rights to Kobe Bryant. He was traded in 1996. Wow. To the Charlotte Hornets for the rights for the Lakers to sign Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He was actually coming off an All Star season, mm -hmm. and Jerry West logo logo traded him to the Hornets for the rights to Kobe Bryant, and hence why I never have liked Kobe Bryant. He said he wouldn't play in Charlotte, and that necessitated kind of the John Elway thing necessitated a trade, and. Uh, 
the rest is kind of history. Eli Manning as well. Eli Manning. Yep, Eli Manning. Johnny, uh, <coughs> not Johnny, John Elway and Kobe Bryant. Three players I really don't like. LeVar Ball. Yeah, I can't stand LeVar Ball, <laughs> but that's another story. All right, this date in history, 2002. 17 years ago, Super Bowl 36. Tom Brady, then he was a young 42 years old, led, <laughs> led, the, led the Patriots, led the Patriots to a 20 to 17 victory over who? The Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Exactly right. At this Saint time, Louis. they were the St. Louis Rams. The Rams were trying to win two consecutive Super Bowls. Yep. They won the year previous. They were trying to win back, back to back with what quarterback? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Warner. Warner, the grocery bagger. That's exactly right. That's the show on turf. That's exactly right. However, because I'm an extremely outspoken Patriots hater, it is only fitting that on this date in 2008, Super Bowl 42, the New York Giants beat the New York Patriots and their 48-year-old Tom Brady, 17 to 14 in the helmet catch game. Yeah. MVP of that game? Last good game he played in in, in the NFL. <laughs> 11 years ago, last good game. So those are two. Two uh, pretty significant dates in sports history. You see, we're, 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 we're scheming with a Super Bowl mix here. So, with that said, <laughs> let's go on and talk about Super Bowl. We're going to start to the my extreme right with Mr. Bobby Mills. La- any last thoughts or any comments that you want to make uh, about, about the Super Bowl? I think we've been talking about the whole time. If the spread was three and a half, I'd take the Rams. But, I mean, I think it's either – I believe either the Patriots are going by three or the Rams win by seven plus. Okay. Bob, what you got? I'm saying that our hometown boy from uh, Tarboro is going to rush for over 100 yards and Rams are going to win. Rush for over 100 yards and the Rams are going to win. Is it going to be a last-second drive that they're going to win or, or do you think they're going to dominate the game? Is he healthy? I think it's going to be domination, but they'll win. Coach? Let's just hope the referees aren't a factor like they were uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, yes. Who, are, really? who are, are you referring to? The Chiefs or are you referring to the Saints? Um, all the Both. above. Yes. All the yes. above. <laughs> Both. You're as bad as that dude, uh, Cameron Jordan, that plays with Saints wearing the t-shirts. <laughs> it's over. It happening. It ain't, it ain't getting changed, dude. Let's, let's. Is William Bryan one of the referees today? By the way, <laughs> I think Daryl's one of the referees. Who? <laughs> Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> they took his Daryl Holsford. They took his flags away. Coach, <laughs> Mahouchik. Your thoughts? I'm, I'm going with the Rams. Rams win. Todd Gurley. Give me MVP. some. Give me some. Uh, some some meat. Give me some more. I mean, I could get that out of out of Ray Collie. I mean, I could get that out of. I mean, I could get. I could get that out of Doug Ernie. Come on, give me give, give me a little more. I could get that out of Robert Farley talking about reps. Give me a little more. <laughs> touchdowns, touchdowns and yards by Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, two touchdowns, 140 yards on the ground. Damn. Not even like overall, it. just on the ground. All right. So my meat is <clears throat> the Rams are going to have to run the ball. I hate him. I can't stand him. I said this last week. I can't stand him. He sucks. The best thing about him is he's married to Giselle. The only way you can keep Tom Brady from whooping your ass is keep him off the field. Right. The Rams have got to run the ball. Yeah. They have got to. It, do, it behooves them. <laughs> it does them no good to score have a touchdown drive scoring in a minute, except they're putting six points on, on the board because as soon as they come off the field, Brady's going to get the ball and he's going to march it back down the field. Now, a key matchup in this game is going to be, I think it said the last four weeks or six weeks of the season, the Patriots love the slot. We know that. The Rams and the guy the guy that got, did not get the penalty called on him, whatever his name is, Collie, whatever, whatever, <coughs> covers the slot receiver. And the Rams have played the best defense against the, against slot receivers in the NFL over the last like five or six weeks. Because you can wow. tackle before the ball gets there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, he's good. Absolutely. When you can do that and they don't call it. But anyway, the Rams have got to run the ball, keep Brady off the field. And if they do that, then they'll have a legit shot. You don't think Aaron Donald or Dominic Sue will have any impact? On I think. Him? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I talked about this last week. Obviously, you haven't listened to the to the podcast last week, and that's okay. I'll excuse you from that one. Aaron Donald is the most dominant defensive lineman in the game today. If they double team him, and Dominic Sue, Brady, somebody else made. I think it was Andy last week made made the comment when you when you come at Brady from the outside, 
Steps up. He steps up. He's great. He's great. When you come at him from the middle, that's when, when you put pressure on him in the middle and get in his face, that's when he has trouble. Because he has no lateral movement. Well, he does. It just takes He's him. Slow. It just yeah. takes him three days to run the 40. Right. I mean, so, so. I thought we ought to beat him in the 40 with my knee. Yeah, I, I think you could. I like I like the over and under on you on that one, Dave. So, so how many sacks do they need to win? The the Rams. Two. I think they need four. I don't even think sacks. You, you knock them down, and Dominic Sue will step on them. How many pressures then? You got to pressure. They'll step on his hand. Oh, I think they need. I think they need five or six or seven pressures, but I think they need. I think they need three or four sacks. So two sacks and. Four pressures won't get it done? No, I don't think it will. Or four knockdowns? Depends on how many possessions the Patriots get if the Rams run the ball. I'm telling you, man, the key to this game is running the damn ball. And Brady ball. didn't have a great game the last no. game. I mean, he threw no. one touchdown, two interceptions, so he wasn't dominant. But when it was clutch. Oh, he, was right. he came up clutch. Was well, there any question when they won the coin toss that they would – well, whoever won the coin toss. Yeah. And which that's is a, why you know, that's such a little bit about crap last week. The NFL really, at least, at least during – Playoff games needs to revisit. No, the whole time. No. Why not? Why? Because you you legitimately. Well, that's fair. The MVP of the league doesn't get a chance for his team to take his team down and score. Third and ten, two times. Well, Third I know. Eight, one time. I know. You're right. You're right. I agree with you. It should it should it should have never actually gone yeah. to overtime. But the Chiefs have never been. So good how about defense. okay? How about in soccer? If the other team has shootouts and they hit all five, then you guys don't get to go. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd be a dead guess. That's the game. That's so, the you game. Like you, so you don't you like college. So you don't like college overtime. So you don't like college football. You don't like college football overtime. Overtimes. But if they change, if they change, I'd be okay with it too. You know what the, the rules are before you before it goes into overtime. You already know the rules. They, so they should have won the coin toss. What are your calls? Look, like Joey said, it's the rules. It's just like soccer. Yeah. When it comes down to it. If you don't score in overtime, you're going to PKs. I hate PKs in soccer. <clears throat> right? Football, you know that if you can't get a defensive stop and you love to score a touchdown, game's over. I'm not arguing. I mean, listen, no, I'm, I'm, it is what it rules, is. I'm 100% agree We're saying it's the, rules the rules should be changed. But I think they need to revisit. Yeah, yeah prohibition was a rule, no, too, but we fixed that. You win a regulation, you don't go to overtime. Prohibition was a rule, but we fixed that. Good point, good point. All right, so let's talk a little bit more. So let's have a little fun now. All right. So not that we haven't been having fun. But uh, so I'm going to read y'all some bets that are coming out of Vegas, some different odds, just some prop bets, and I want y'all to, y'all, you know, y'all to provide a, a little feedback. I'm going to give you a little, a couple that, that that are straightforward. Bobby, you talked about this at first. The Patriots are favored by two and a half. This line has not moved in a week. Scary. Who you got? Patriots minus Rams. two and a half. You, I'll take the Rams. So you got the Rams against the spread. Bob, who you Rams. Got? Rams. Dave, who you got against the spread? I'm, I'm going Rams. Rams. Joe? I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams against the spread too. Okay, over and under. The over and under total point scored is 56 and a half. <clears throat> you going over? Bob, what you got? I'm saying over. What you got? I'm going over. I think it's going to be like 58, 59. <laughs> it's going to be a shootout. <laughs> I'm going under. Shit, I'm going, I can't take it under. I can't, I can't espouse my theory of running the ball. And then, and then take the over. And then take the over. Yeah. So, and take the Rams. And take the Rams. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Now. Hedge your bets. Okay. Coin toss, heads or tails, Bobby, what you got? Tails. Tails. That was 51% of the time. It happens. Yeah, tails, tails, is, tails has been called 27 times. Heads <laughs> has been called, or, or it's, it's gone 27 tails, 25 heads. Heads or tails? Atlanta's a head-heavy town. I'm going heads. <laughs> I'm going heads. Who's the home team? Uh, Atlanta. I guess Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What you got? Heads, heads. or tails? I'm going heads just to narrow the gap to 27. Well, mathematically speaking, a quarter, if you actually – Flip it, it's not 50-50 because of the weight distribution on a quarter. Tails actually happens more frequently in a regular quarter. Hold on, podcast listeners. We got, yeah, we need to uh, bring beers all around. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Sorry for, that. Sorry for that interruption, podcast listeners, but we have to drink beer. All right, here we go. Did you catch it or you let it hit the ground? If you let it hit the ground, tails. Okay, I'm still going heads. Moving on. Total TD passes for Tom Brady, over more or less than two? Two, two and a half. More, more or less. More. You're going more. Bob, you're going under. Less. Dave. Can I push? At two and a half? Two and you half. can't push you to can't. two and a half. It's a He's going to kind of throw one. He's going to good. He said two. He didn't say two no, and a half. No, I, mean, I changed I, it to two and a half. All right, I'm going under. Joey? Hold on. can't do two and a half anyway, so. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say over because in the last three Super Bowls that Tom Brady has played in, his average, the last three games, He's had 36 completions. We better get him the first half. 433 yards, passing yards, 
and three TDs. That's what his average has been the last three games. Okay. Average. Yeah. Total passes completed by Jared Goff, more or less than 23 and a half. Over. Bob, over more or less than 23 and a half. Over. No, okay. We're talking number of completions? I'm saying yeah, uh, under. Number of completions under. under. I'm For Jared, under. okay. Me too. Yeah, I'm under because C.J. Anderson and Gurley will get a lot of touches. I'm going under too. I'm switching sticking under. With the, sticking with the run-heavy offense. Yeah. All right. Yes or no prediction? We'll – or just Maybe. say yes or no. Will, will the CBS announcer mention the point spread during during the game? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Who's the, who's the announcer? Tony Romo. Yes. 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 He's, he's, he's a prognosticator. He's a prognosticator. Speaking of Mr. Romo, how many plays will Tony Romo call correctly? More or less than seven and a half? Oh, oh over. In the first quarter, he's going to get all of them right. That would be the first half. Yeah. That's the first quarter. He's okay. a much better announcer than he is quarterback. And Jason Witt. <laughs> he's your man. Dude, he's your man. He's your man. No. Okay. So he's a better offensive coordinator than a quarterback Absolutely. also? Absolutely. He'd be a great coach. All right, here we go. Yes, obviously he would. Be able to predict it. <laughs> will any, okay, will, okay, will any scoring drive take less time that it takes Gladys Knight to sing the national anthem, and that is predicted to be at one minute and forty-five seconds. Yes. So, will you have a scoring drive less than a minute forty-five? seconds? Unequivocally, yes. And it's going to be, and I bet the over on her on the uh, time, on the time. You think too. she'll drag out more than a minute, minute and forty-five seconds? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, what about drive day? More? Will there be a scoring drive, a touchdown scoring drive of? Oh no, we're going touchdown. Yeah, touchdown scoring drive of. No, oh, you changed the words. I'm sorry, touchdown scoring drive. He did say touchdown. Touchdown scoring drive. Yes. Yes. So you think there will be one less than that? Yeah, because uh, Goff's going to hit Brandon Cooks probably for a, a quick, quick bomb, and it'll be less. Do you think Brandon Cooks has anything to prove against the Patriots? Yep. Very much. I think so too. I think so too. I think Brandon Cooks is going to come out and play. I think he juiced. Well, I hope game. he comes out and plays. I mean, he's got something to 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 again. The, I mean, the Patriots basically cast him off. That Bill Belichick, hey, I'm done with you, sort of thing. What's up? Oh, my man brings some ribs out here to us. How about that, dude? Thanks, man. Yeah, you want to say hello to the crowd? I don't know. All right, buddy. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. All right, here we go. Next, total number of tweets that President Trump does during the game, more or less than six? Less. Less. Who cares? I think he's going to tweet more than six times during the game. What do you think? Yes, absolutely. Okay. How many songs will be played by Maroon 5 during the halftime show? More than seven and a half or less than seven and a half? Less. Songs? Wait, no, are we talking full songs or partial no, songs? No, song, partial songs. Oh, different songs. Oh, it'll be more. Yeah, oh, yeah, so oh. let me give you the stats. The last four Super Bowls, last year there was 11 played. The year before that there were seven. Thank the year you. before that there were six. And the year before that there were eight. Over, over seven. More, so more than seven and a half. Yes. Maroon 5 will play more than more than seven and a half songs, okay? I think I should have had the Foo Fighters. I watched a little bit of that concert last night. It was pretty good. And Foo Fighters are awesome. And they'll yeah. play more than, I was go on record and say they'll play more than three songs that aren't theirs. Who, Maroon 5? Mm-hmm. Mm, possibly, possibly. All right, yeah, last, two yeah. yep. last, last prop bet. How many commercials will run during the Super Bowl from kickoff until the end of the game? The over and under is 96. Mm. More than 96 commercials or less than 96 I commercials? I just care about one commercial. Bob Mills, Mr. the Beach. Exactly. <laughs> More or less than 96 commercials. Is Over. No, it's the same one. Over. Line line line. We got Rob Steele coming in. in Rob Steele in the house. Rob Steele in the house. We're on Facebook Live and we're, and we're microphoning. If, if, if we're going with the run Podcast. oriented Rams, I would have to say less, less than 96. Because the clock's going to run. The clock's going to run. I, I would agree say with less you. than 96. I, I agree with you. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit. So let's talk some more Super Bowl, but let's talk about. This Bob and I talked about this last night at dinner. Greatest players ever to play the game, but never win a Super Bowl. Not never make it to Super Bowl. So just let me give you a little background, and then I, then I'm going to throw out some names and and let y'all talk. We know who number one is. Okay. Right. So I've looked at like six or seven different articles, Damn, and the top four. The top four. It, it's it's a consensus. Okay. Number one is Dan Marino. Yep. Number two. Greatest running back to play in the NFL and retired when he still was. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is number yep. two. Fran Tarkington, who we talked about, was is is number three. And then <clears throat> the 
the throwback to Philip <laughs> Rivers and Air Coriel, Dan Fouts at San Diego, number four. Now, there's, there's a – well, listen to me. I am, I am. So there's a big debate about number five, and I'm going to throw out some names, and then y'all can throw out who else you want. But listen to these names, and then we can talk about each one of these guys were badasses, and they just they had they impacted their position, especially. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, here they go: Tony Gonzalez, Randy Moss, Ladamian Thomason, Eric Dickerson, Jim Kelly, Bruce Smith, Junior Sehal, or somebody else. Anybody take any of those names? Or Randy, or Randy Moss. I think he changed the position. I think Randy Moss changed position. I think. You don't realize this, but Tony Gonzalez changed the position he, he did too. for tight end as well. And y'all don't remember, but Eric Dickerson was bad. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember watching yeah. The Pony Express. And Barry mm-hmm. Sanders. I mean, Barry Sanders, despite not having a line, still was able to get rushing yards. That's impressive. Yes. I mean, yeah. Randy Moss got more one-on-ones or one-on-twos. Barry Sanders had to do one-on-eleven. I feel pretty sad for Jim Kelly. I mean, he's got cancer <laughs> now, but, I mean, he, they lost four super – I mean, they had legitimately – they had the best team in the NFL for a, for a period. They just couldn't. He just they they couldn't win the game. You know, it's kind of like when our best, our team at Jacksonville three years ago was we picked a bad year to be good because Kai Bowman was a havelock. Northside had their best team ever. They picked a bad year to be good when Todd Gurley was a senior. Right. You know. I mean, Jim Kelly just picked a bad time to be good. Yeah, but like, I mean, they they were. I mean, a field goal away from winning. Yeah, a missed field, yeah. A wide right. There's hands down, and, and coach, coach, I know we're talking about those other, but Dan Marino, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're a lifelong <laughs> Dolphin fan. Talk talk, talk a little bit about Marino. Well, yeah, I mean, he never really had a backfield. You know, he could never really he run the never, ball. He never had a running back. No, I mean, he had a couple, but nobody was a major game changer. Um, you know, and they'd get behind, and he'd have to work his match to keep him in games. And but think about this, Dave. Did he ever really? Now, 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 he had some good ones. Did he ever really have a really good, good wide, wide, wide yeah. receivers? Duper, yeah, the Clark brothers. They were, they were good. Are they are they top twenty all time time receivers in the NFL though? Uh, no, mean, probably not. I mean, they weren't they weren't bad. Right. But they, I mean, a great quarterback makes an well, average I mean, wide receiver look but, good. You know, see Aaron Rodgers, see Tom Brady, uh, yeah. see, I mean, you know, Philly. And you go to, you go to the Dolphins back at that time, you look at their defense, their defense didn't have any studs. You know, um, they really back, back there in the mid-'80s, they were known as the Killer Bees. Um, you know, and they had another time they were called the no-name defense because you didn't know anybody. You didn't know how to defense, Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I think that's part of the problem. You know, didn't have those quality players to help. Yeah. It was pretty much a Dan Marino show. Mm-hmm. And he and he I mean he was a stud dude. Yeah. The problem is almost too good. He should have done worse. Right. So they could have got better draft picks. And you know the story I, mean, I don't know if you've ever watched the thirty on thirty with them with that draft class. Mm-hmm. But you know, he was in the draft class with Elway and there was Jim like Kelly. Kelly and there was one more. Um and he his draft before the Blackledge. Wasn't Blackledge in that group? I think it was yeah, Todd Blackledge because he slipped in the draft because there was some some rumors about about marijuana and stuff like that, and you know he was like, okay, I can see Elway going going before me, but then Blackness went before him, and uh, Kelly went before him, and then he went, and he was like, okay, I'm going to go to the Dolphins, and I'm going to just kind of just basically share a body that I'm a badass. And he did. I mean, where did I, go to school? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. He went to yep. Pittsburgh, and, see, and and the big rub was when Blackness <clears> went in front of him. Blackledge had gone to Penn State, and of course Penn State and Pittsburgh were just you know yep. arch, arch enemies. So anyway. I actually got in a fight in college. Dan Marino's junior year played Carolina, and I can't remember who won. Well, I lost the fight. I know that my, <laughs> my fraternity brother was a Pitt fan, so we lost it like eight Carolina fans. So yeah, we those Carolina people can fight. Yeah, can't can't, can't, can't play football. We can fight. So let's move on. I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. Uh, especially since it's a great NFL player that never won a Super Bowl. But this week, Southern Nash High, UNC Tar Heel, Carolina Panther, Chicago Bear, Green Bay Packer, and then Carolina Panther. Yeah, Julius Peppers announced his, his retirement from the Panthers. 17 years, career uh, career that saw him. He's fourth overall, all-time <coughs> career sacks at 159 and a half, behind Bruce, Bruce Smith, 200. That's... That's a stout number. Reggie White, 198. 
I mean, if I was Reggie, I'd have played for like a half a year to try to, well, whatever. Well, actually, probably Reggie White retired before Bruce, so yeah. anyway. Kevin Green, that was interesting. Kevin oh, Green, wow. that, play, that played for the Steelers and the Panthers and the Rams, is third on the all-time list with 160. Is he still coaching is, at the Panthers? I don't think he is. Okay. I don't think he is. And that, and then um, now Peppers is fourth at 159. The closest active player behind him is Terrell Suggs with the Baltimore Ravens, and he's at like one. 23 or 133, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, he's pretty much, unless something crazy happens, he'll be, Peppers will be fourth on the all-time sack list for a, for a while. First ballot Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Uh, is it nine-time so. pro bowler? Nine-time pro, yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell the stat before we went on air what you were saying about about uh, Julius Peppers, the only player in the history. To and, play in the And league. I hope you can, you, yeah. you know that's the case because we, yeah. we'll have people listen. And if you're wrong, they'll call us out nice. on it. So, so go ahead and tell us that stuff. <laughs> Playing the Final Four and the Super Bowl. Playing the Final Four and Super Bowl. And lost – did he win the Final Four or did he lose? He lost. lost so, and he's – so legitimately he's the only person to play in both and lose both as well. That right? is true, yes. <laughs> Who was coaching Carolina at the time, Dean or Roy? It would have been Dean. Okay. Right? I just, just want to make, sure, make sure he wasn't one it was of Roy's. O, it was 0-2. I didn't want to make sure he wasn't He should have shut it down early. Losing uh, games. So he anyway. should have shut it down early, shouldn't he? Yeah, he should have shut it down. <laughs> Can we go back to real quick? Who yeah. who think is more dominant at their position? Yeah. Was? Yes. Randy Moss or Tony Gonzalez? So I'm going to have to give the nod to Randy Moss. I, I mean, I'm, I'm an advocate of Tony Gonzalez. Wow. But let me tell you why. Because, you know, if you watch again, you watch the 30 on 30. If you ever seen the 30 on 30 for Randy Moss? That's a really good one. Yeah. So Bobby Bowden. He never played a game at Florida, but he, he practiced at Florida State because he got in trouble. And he practiced with them. Bobby, they think about all the talent that has come through Florida State. I mean, Bobby Bowden's mm-hmm. coach Deion Sanders. Bobby Bowden said in an interview after sometime later after he left there that Randy Moss was the most physically gifted and dominant yeah. player that he had ever <clears throat> coached Man. in his history, in his career of coaching. That's six four and smooth. Yeah, yeah that's that's who was, his, who was his high school teammate? White chocolate baby, <laughs> Jason. Yeah, Jason um, Williams. Williams. White I chocolate. knew Bobby would know. <laughs> yeah, white chocolate. Oh yeah. So I mean, but now Tony Gonzalez changed the game too, man. I mean, that's, I mean yeah. the modern day. I think Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey right. I mean right. the modern Gronks. I mean Zach the tight ends, Zachers, the the, the, the way. <laughs> You know, up until that time, you had your tight ends were basically blockers first, and then pass. It, it would you got a bonus if they had hands, right? You know. But Tony Gonzalez played on the left coast, and of course they called it the West Coast offense. Right. Would, would yeah. do they not get as much love, especially then? Now it's a little bit more, but just because of You're we, right. we control the world on the well, East Coast. Well, on the East Coast, I yeah. Mean, that's and that goes back to Bobby's theory because Bobby. Bobby is a Phil Rip, Philip Rivers, you know, <laughs> diehard, and he thinks Phil Rivers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. And we just don't get to see him because he's on the West Coast, right. or we, you know, we're normally asleep. <laughs> Taking my words out of context. <laughs> he's having, he's having kids. So yeah, he's, he's not Bobby. The guy's had nine kids. Yeah, he's been nine. busy. He's he should stick to that. The guy's he's not a, beast. a very efficient quarterback. Okay. Now moving on. <laughs> this week's what's on your damn mind. I got two. I got two here right now that hadn't experienced this. So what we're going to do is, you get 60 seconds to talk about whatever you want to talk about. No one's going to interrupt you. And at the end of the 60 seconds, we're going to give thumbs up or thumbs down. You previewed this a little bit, Joey. I'm going to see if you got if you got the got the nuts to do it. Are you going to talk about baseball during that 60 seconds or not? So No, because you already told me you'd give me a thumbs down. So I'm not, I will not give you a thumbs down. So, Bobby, I'm going to start with you. 60 seconds. Go. I mean, since it's Super Bowl week, I think i got to go back to the championship week um, two weeks ago and just talk about how they got to change the rules. I think we got too much technology now not to take advantage of that for both calls from all teams. I think that's part of it. And the pro ball. I'm going to go back with NFL as well. I think the pro ball, they should get rid of it. There ain't no reason for it. They don't play. They don't hit. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And that's, that's my two cents. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going thumbs down because they're not changing the damn rules. I mean, they may change, they may change, change the rules, but they're playing within the rules. Just they're like, changing the overtime. Just like the two soccer guys said, 
You got to play with the rules as they're dead. They're changing them. They, they will. They're, they're going to change some rules yeah. this offseason. What about and, and I think pro ball should just go ahead and go to flag football. Yeah, yeah. I agree. What I like that 100%. Flag football. Mm-hmm. What about the pass interference rule? You really going to change that? That's probably that, that's good. They're going to change as well yep. for the challenge. All right. Bob, you 60 seconds. <clears throat> and you actually have a visual aid. <clears throat> is that correct? I do. We have. So when you start this, if you want then people to hear be on the clock. when you start it, yeah, I'll let you start it, but you need to put it up to and hold it up to the mic so okay. people can hear it. So, so this is why America is still number one. And if anyone can, can text one of us, I'm going to buy you a beer for the first one that <clears throat> can uh, recite this movie. So this name, is how name the movie that, that, that this is being played from right here. We're all very different people. We're not what to see. We're not Spartans. We're Americans with a capital A, huh? You know what that means? Do you? That means that our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in the world. <laughs> we are the wretched refuse. We're the underdog. We're mutts. Here's proof. His nose is cold. <laughs> okay. All right. Facebook Live. Sorry. I'm sorry y'all couldn't hear that, but you can listen to it tomorrow on our podcast. <laughs> and you can still get a beer. And you can still get a beer, yeah. So in light of that, of course, America is literally the only country that has college athletics pretty much. And we have 150,000 student athletes that get athletic scholarships equaling $2.9 billion. So, <clears throat> and just some other stats about the impact of sports. The NFL last year took in $13 billion. The sports industry total is going to eclipse $73.5 billion in 2019. And, of course, the, the leading uh, moneymakers in sports, Floyd Mayweather is first at $285 million. LeBron is sixth at eighty-five and a half. Believe it or not, for some reason, Matt Ryan is ninth at sixty-seven point three million, including including endorsements. So, Matt Ryan gets one point nine three million for every touchdown pass he throws. He's extremely overpaid. <laughs> yes, LeBron is. is sixth. <laughs> yes. Who's, this who's, is just sports. This is sports income, not oh, all, okay. not all income. Okay. No, sports and, and... Oh, and advertising? Yes. LeBron uh-huh. could be number one. You do realize that, right? Well, he's sixth. I mean, so. he could. I mean, he, but, and uh, the soccer guy second. What's his name? Ronaldo. Ronaldo, Ronaldo second. Yeah. Floyd Money Moneymaker. Moneymaker. I mean, that's his nickname. <laughs> hey, so just haphazardly guess. You know he's a big gambler. How much do you think he's got? How much do you think he's betting on the on the game today? $20 million. You think $20 million? I was, I was going to say 10 Who? Floyd, Floyd he's been $10 million before, so he's a humongous gambler. And he's been known to just go into like Caesar's Palace in Vegas and just drop like a $10 million bet on like a Thursday night college wow. basketball game. Yeah. Man. We're betting on it too. I mean, hell, so. when I bet 10 bucks, I mean, I get. <laughs> speaker, <laughs> I get. I mean. Wow. Right. So, thumbs up or thumbs I got to give Bob thumbs up because he thumbs used up. visual because he used visual aids and stats. Well, I like the movie. Uh, me too. All right, so you're new to this, newbie. Do you have a 60-second rant? Oh, I, what, I, actually, your damn actually, I do. Um, so, you know, being at home, laying on the couch, rehabbing, um, I was able to watch the new U.S. men's national team soccer coach and then young MLS players you brought up. Now, granted, we played Panama and Costa Rica this week, but it was a fun, aggressive style of soccer. Um, a lot of kids, you don't know their names. You're looking up to figure out where they're from. It was pretty cool to see that the left back, Daniel Lovitz, played at Elon. My daughter's going to school, oh, so wow. it's kind of cool that there's a little connection here to North Carolina. Uh, but really enjoyable. Uh, new style of soccer uh, for the U.S. So uh, I think the future looks pretty good. Um, and Greg Berhalter started off at 2-0 as his uh, national team coach. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to show my, my – my uh, soccer knowledge. He is the former coach of the Columbus Crew. That is correct. correct. Yes. Wow. Yep. Wow. You like that? Yeah. Google, Google does that. <clears throat> you know what? And I, you know, Bob. So before we get to your sixty-second little, what's on your damn mind? Bob and I were talking yesterday on the phone, and it's amazing what massive useless knowledge <laughs> is in my head and his head when it comes to sports trivia. We were sitting there talking. I don't even know what, how it came up, but we were talking. Oh, we were talking about Chris Mullins. Yeah. We, we were talking about the throwback 
of the Big East because now Patrick Ewing is the coach of Georgetown right. and Chris Mullins is the coach of St. John's. And Bob threw out, you remember Run DMC out at Golden State, don't you? And I'm like, of course I remember him. And he started naming him. So do you remember who was in Run DMC for Golden State? Run TMC, I'm sorry. It was Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullins, and Mitch Richmond. And then Bob throws this, the, the, this little question out to me. He goes, so where did Rich, Mitch Richmond go to college? <laughs> and I, I, without a blink, said, Kansas State. And he goes, you're right. And then I said, and then we said, where did Tim Hardaway go to college? Memphis. No. Not, not junior. Not junior. Oh. No, yeah. And I said, <clears> man, <throat> I said, Bob, Michigan, I don't know, yeah. man. I just, for some reason, UTEP st- stands out in my mind. And he goes, you're exactly right. They called him the UTEP, the, what they UTEP called two-step. The, to UTEP two-step. Uh-huh. And I actually knew, I felt a little bit of shame that I knew that <laughs> Tim Hardaway went to UTEP and was a minor at UTEP, mm-hmm. UTEP minor. So anyway, I just killed what 45 What year did they play in the national championship, by the way? Oh, back in the, back in the 50s. 66. Like, okay, I knew it was a long yeah. time ago. But who's that was Texas Western. Yeah, Texas West. Did you yeah, watch yeah. that game? Were you there in that game? I did. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was there. <laughs> All right. Joey, what's on your damn mind? I'm going to go baseball. Go ahead. R- Rookie Davis, I've been follow- I follow him on Twitter, and, and he's rehabbing. He was hurt most of last year. He got to pitch in the majors, but he- he's coming back. Um, his fastball looks lively. He's got a new cut fastball, and he, he shows videos. So uh, give him a shout-out. His workouts are are intense. So, Rookie, I know you're not listening, but if some of his friends are, they just gave him a shout-out. So, his keep dad. working hard. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep getting after it. Uh, hope, you, hope you do well. Hope you make it. His Don't dad, his dad Billy, is a listener on, on occasion. So, <laughs> Billy, I hope you're listening on that. And, I, Billy, I want you to know that if that had been about any other subject, <laughs> and, or baseball-wise, at 2.28 p.m. on February 3rd, We've never talked about baseball on, on the show, but because it was rookie and your son, we're going to talk about that. And because of that, I will give it a thumbs up yep. solely because rookie Davis and Billy Davis, not because you brought it up, but because of that. And yep. I will give Dave a thumbs up on the soccer. We didn't vote on that. Thumbs up on soccer because I'm going to thumbs down. You're going to thumbs down soccer. on soccer. <laughs> okay, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I love these two guys, but I can't vote for soccer. All right. Here can you use your arms. Here we go. College basketball. No, you can. College basketball. We're going to recap college basketball. Oh, God. Do we have to? Yeah, absolutely. We absolutely have to. So here we go. UNC goes 2-0. and Impressive road wins. They need a new coach. At Tech, 23. And then avenge a very bad loss at home by beating Louisville at 10 at, by 10 at the Yum Arena. Just of note, since calling out Roy Williams on this podcast, Carolina has gone 5-0. That's why he's changed. So I will continue to right. put the pressure on old Roy and call for Brad Stevens to step in and take over as coach. As long as, look, y'all don't understand, I'm in a win-win situation. I can talk crap to them, and if they keep winning, hey, I'm good with that. Everybody doesn't get that, but I'm, I'm perfectly fine with with that, and I'm perfectly fine with <coughs> pissing Trevor off about it. Unlike Trevor, who's on Siesta. Uh, unlike Trevor, <coughs> Trevor, who wants to he's saying that Roy didn't do anything different. I'm saying since Goody's called him out, he has changed. He has done changed, something his strategy. changed his strategy. He has changed his strategy. He's playing less guys. Playing less guys. The he's better players get more minutes. Bearing down that yeah, rotation. That's a good rule. I mean, that's I mean, ridiculous. Trevor, I wish you were here to defend yourself, but I guess you must be laying on the beach somewhere in Wilmington doing something. So we'll move on. I mean, it's not wreck. Everybody doesn't get to play two corners. Yeah, corners. everybody can play two, two corners. Here we go. State. NC State. Wow. 0-2. Tough loss to... Uh, <laughs> overtime earlier this week to Virginia. One free throw away from double overtime. And then simply a horrific performance against the redheaded stepchild of Virginia, Virginia Tech, mm. where they scored 24 points in the game. The game? The whole game. The Do whole you game. think the five of us could have scored? <coughs> Legitimately, we could have <coughs> scored. No, you haven't seen me play basketball. But you can play defense. Dave, you were healthy. Dave, with his bum knee, we could still score 24. I mean, that's nine field goals, dude. Actually, it reminds me of my first year, mine and Joey's first year coaching. We were coaching Newbridge basketball together, and there's an old drill. I said, Joey, should we put the, the lid over the goal so we work on rebounding? Joey said, we don't have to. This team's not going to make it anyway. <laughs> so let me give you a couple stats, Bob. Bobby. Nine field goals in the game. 16, 16.7% from the field. Solid. Fewest points by a ranked team in the shot clock era ever. Mm. 
Shotgun. Hey, they're in the record book. The the distinguishment of that is is the very last word I said. Ever. 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 Leading scorer was Bryce, who scored seven points. <laughs> oh, he was God. he was three for thirteen. <laughs> Not to be outdone, hero of last Saturday's home game. Uh, Braxton is it Braxton? Braxton. Braxton Beverly. Braxton was a stout over twelve from the field. Wow. He kept shooting. I guess he just figured he'd shoot himself out of a slump. Eventually, eventually make one. And eventually make one. I mean, the odds were. I mean, when when he had missed eight or seven or eight in a row, the odds were with him that he was going to make. Yes. I mean, you always got confidence. You keep shooting if you miss. That's confidence. Now, do you think they had some money on the game? I don't know, dude. <laughs> do you think they're driving around in some new cars this week? What about? I assume, what about, I assume somebody <laughs> took the under. What about? I, I, I was just going to say that. What about the astute better that says, okay, well, state average is like in the low 70s, and Virginia Tech averages in the low 70s, and the over-under is like 120 or something. And they're going, man, this is a, this is, this is a crush. A lot. They're going to just go over. They could play the game three times and not going over. I mean, okay. So, moving on. Duke, Duke goes 2-0. and Road win at Notre Dame on Monday. Everybody beats Notre Dame at home. Carolina did. And then non-conference win at home against St. John's. So now, the way the ACC is stacking up, UVA, 8-1, Duke, UNC, 7-1, and, and then there are three teams at 7-2. This week is a big week in basketball. State, Carolina, Tuesday, Chapel Hill. I got two tickets, too, if y'all want to go, because I'm going to be in Charleston. I'm going to be in Philadelphia. Okay. Thank God. I got two tickets if y'all want to go. I'll be in Havelock. Thank God. Duke visits UVA on, on Saturday. They go travel to Charlottesville. Duke wins. So, well, we're going to get to that. And okay. okay. So, nationally, just let's go on the national scene. Number one, Tennessee won their games. Number, Duke continue, uh, number two, Duke continues to win. Number three, Virginia wins. Number four, Gonzaga wins. Five and six, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan took both Michigan L's. Michigan took L's. They both took L's. Michigan lost to Iowa. Michigan State lost to, to the Hoosiers in Indiana. So, look for number seven, Kentucky, to slide into the five position. Now, what amazes me about it, Kentucky is playing a lot better basketball than, say, the first game of the season where they got right. beat by 30 some points. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I just – so right now, right now, number one seeds, is it stay – right now, does it stay true to the rankings one, two, three, four, you think? I think so. Duke and UVA. Duke, Tennessee. Tennessee. And you think Zaga. Out west. Does Tennessee play anybody there really? Everybody on their schedule. They play everybody on their schedule. They did play everybody on their schedule. 16 games in a row they've won. Well, did they play well, I actually watched them play. They competition. Yeah. I mean, Auburn, they're, Auburn was they're ranked. I don't know if they still pretty are. Pretty athletic. So. Yeah. I can never – I mean, you know who the coach for Clemson is, right? Who's, I mean, who's uh, the kid on Tennessee from Charlotte? Barnes. Rick Barnes is the coach. Yeah, but who's the kid from Charlotte? Uh, I think played at Providence Day, uh, plays for Tennessee. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. He's a good player. He's, he's, I was impressed. I watched him, yeah. uh, I guess, when they played Vanderbilt. They play who week. they play. I mean, they, yeah, they pulled out a squeaker against yeah. Vanderbilt. I mean, you can't – I mean – you know, they play who they play. I, I mean, I hate them because I don't like I mean, the Barnes, SEC is not pure garbage either. In well, we're gonna, well, we're going to talk about that. <clears throat> so, okay. so let's move on. That's a great lead in here. Good segue. Duke, <laughs> U, Duke, UVA, Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Louisville. If we, if the NCAA, NCAA tournament started today, those five teams will be in. Those are the teams that are – those are the teams Guarantees. that are that are 8-1, and 7-1, one, and 7-2. One, and and now, one of the 7-2 teams not included in that is Syracuse because their overall record is 16-6. They'll get in. Okay. So, Syracuse, 16-6. Florida State, they're 4-4 four and 16-5 four and and in the ACC. Did, did, does Florida State get in? They're turning around. Yeah, they, yes. they, they, they started hot. They got cold, and now they're coming back around. Okay. Yeah, NC absolutely. State, 4-5 <laughs> now in the conference, and they're 16-6 and six overall. Does State get in? They get in. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. They'll, win, they'll win 20, 22 games. Okay. Everyone else in the ACC is at least two games under five hundred in the conference. That's Miami. That's Georgia Tech. That's Wake Forest. Boston Ow. College. That's Boston College. Ow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the beginning of the season, it was predicted eight or nine teams right. lock to be into yeah. the – so we're talking one, two, three, Six. four, five. We're talking four – Definites, and then you got Syracuse, Florida State, and State. That's seven. That's seven. So, my point is: ACC basketball a little off from top to bottom. Is it a little off this year? Yes, I would. Yes. Okay. 
I, you, I mean, Wake Forest is they're they're bad. But you know what? They're not even in last they're place. Terrible. Last place in the league Pitt. is is Miami. No, Pitt is in third is third to last. Miami, Wake and Wake and uh, Wake, Wake and Miami are one and eight. Wake's only victory was against State, by the way. Yeah, it solid victory. Solid victory. But both of the both of those teams are one and eight in the conference, and then Pitt is in third. You know, third to last. Notre Dame's off this year. They're just not very good. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the ACC is down. Are they still the, potentially the best conference? They're the best yes. conference because they got the best three or four teams. Right. But from top to bottom, <coughs> hell, Big Ten's tough to beat top top to bottom. This year, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, anyway. the, bottom, the bottom's been the bottom for yeah. a bit, though. So, how much, so, does Danny Manning survive Wake Forest again this he year? He does. After, he's gone. After this year? He's out. You think he's out? How many years has he been there? This is his third year, isn't it? Third or I thought they give them another year, one more year. They yeah, need four years. They, but they don't, even show, they don't even show they don't even look like they get any better. Well, you know, and two, the thing they aren't that, any better than when he when he first well, took over the program. What's so? What's the biggest thing going for Danny Manning when he took over over that job? I mean, legitimately, Williams and Coach Carey retired. His, at some his point. name, his name, right. Yeah. Right. his name, because he's still young and relative enough to potentially recruit players. So, with his name being what it is, he obviously. If, in recruiting the players, so does it matter if he's there two years, three years, or four years? Where was Danny Manning originally going to go to school? NC State, baby. Yep. Until Larry Brown was until looking out for Dean, Carolina. Dean Smith. Until until Larry Brown, coach of Kansas. Yeah. Uh, told uh, <laughs> Dean Smith called Larry Brown and said, "Hey, won't you offer uh, his daddy uh, a job? Danny Manning's a job. Danny Manning's dad a job to be an assistant coach for you out in Kansas." <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. That's how that's how it rolls. Oh yeah. That's how Dean rolls. And how the, and how is that legal? You know, you're talking about different fringe benefits, but I mean that's obviously recruiting at a different level. NCAA baby, he's a great coach. His dad won a national championship. His dad won a coach. coach. Assistant coach. That's yeah. how that's how they roll by then. If that happened, that well, it it, it happened. It, it happens now. Hey, what other great player was was supposed to go to NC State back oh, in the yeah. '60s? Oh, and ended up going to LSU. No doubt. Pistol Pete Maravich, his dad, he was he – <coughs> back door. How did he, how did he not end up? Huh? Press State. was coaching at State. Press was coaching – yeah. It's just – it's all a game, baby. NCAA, they mm-hmm. just – hey. What record did Pistol Pete still own? All-time scoring leader. All-time scoring leader. For NCAA. For NCAA in three years. 44.1 or two, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah, – yeah. Crazy. All right. Studs and duds. So I, I was told I'm going to go to somebody last because they, okay, yeah. Bobby, stud of the week. Got it. I'm going to go. And, and it can't and it can't be you. You were on my top two list because the way you cleaned your house the last two days, <laughs> and, the, and, the way, and the way your fiance and stepson. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'd say the Greek freak. He just continues to dominate in the league, and I just I'm just impressed by him. Milwaukee's going to win the East. What? Yes. How about no. the how about the ESPN commercials? Fear the buck. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no. oh, he's awesome. He, the guy's good. Yeah, it does obviously good, NC State's basketball. You know what's so great about the East this year though is that with LeBron, it's open. It's in, wide in the open. West. You've got like three or four teams that you're like, okay, they, you know, they can. Look. I mean, even when LeBron was there, you knew the teams were good, but you're like, Six yeah, teams. yeah, LeBron's going to end up winning it. Seven games though. Seven. They, they can't beat. They're not. They won't beat the Celtics in seven games. Man. So who wins the East, Bobby? Who wins the East? Regular season? Yeah. Greek freak. Oh. No, no. Who makes it to the NBA Finals? For, oh, Philadelphia. For Philadelphia. Bob, who do you think? Celtics. Coach. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Celtics. They, they'll they'll turn around. Honest. Second half of the season after All Star break, <laughs> they'll tighten up. They got the best. They have the best 12 players. I'm, I'm going with the Raptors because LeBron is no longer in Cleveland. I think the, the, Ra- the Raptors. <laughs> it's their time. It's their time. The, Ra- the Raptors are no longer. This is the Chicago Bulls <laughs> over the Detroit Pistons. Michael Jordan finally getting over the Detroit Pistons hump. This is this is the, the, the uh, Toronto. Nice. All right. Well the East is fun to watch again. I could say that. Yeah. Coach, who's your uh, stud, stud of the week? Stud. Coach Burhalter. 2 0 start. All right. Yes, men's national team. I'll give you a thumbs up on that one. Coach Mahalchik, who is your stud of the week? Bo- Boogie Cousins. Bo- uh, wow, that, that, that dunk, dunk last, last night was nasty. They teed him up, though. That's terrible they teed him up. He dunked and just stood there. He didn't move. That was pretty impressive. Man's got to go somewhere. All right. My stud of, because Bob's going to go last. My stud of the week, Patrick, my homeboy, Mahomes. MVP, 
Offensive Player of the Year, first year starter. Remember, this is his first year starting now. You do remember that. He played one, he started one game last year. Wow. Through three yards <clears throat> shy, he got he got three, he, he, he potentially got two bad spots from being for, for throwing for 5,100 yards. He threw for 50 TDs. Of course, off the air, I told I, I told y'all that Dan Marino in an interview this week said if he played in the NFL today, he would throw for 70 touchdowns. But <laughs> I believe him. Yeah. Today, I think he'd only throw about 40. I think he'd only throw about 60. Yeah, well, today. today. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, he led Kansas City to a number one uh, seed in the, in the AFC. Not the West, by the way. Yeah. In, the, in the AFC. Not the Western Conference. First, first Kansas City player to win MVP since who? Joe Montana? Nope. No. Priest Holmes, 2002, no. running back. So, second in the voting, Drew Brees. On a side note, this is not doing my study of the week, but I am a, a Cleveland homer. Quarterback ba- Baker Mayfield was robbed. Yes, he was robbed last night when he finished second <laughs> in the balding for Offensive Rookie of the Year to Saquon Barkley of the Giants, who had a, did have a pretty good year. Who was defensive player? He had zero fumble. Saquon Barkley had zero fumbles as a rookie this year. Man. Yes. And what hurt him was – Baker Mayfield, once again, is getting bitten in the ass by Hugh Jackson. It was said that if he would have come out and had half – he didn't start until the fourth game of the season. Right. If he had started the first three games of the season and had halfway decent numbers, he probably would have won. Yeah, yeah which he would year. have. Yeah. I don't know who got – I would assume that Chubb yeah. – oh, oh, wow. well, I don't uh, know. The guy from Indianapolis Colts, the rookie yeah. from Indianapolis yeah, Colts. Yeah, he got the, mm-hmm. defense, the rookie, yeah. rookie of the year. Rookie yeah. of the year. All right, Bob, yeah. you're stud of the, stud of the week, and then you're rolling into your dud of the okay, week. Okay, well, we'll start with the dud of the week is Alonzo Ball. I saw him. He was standing in the corner. He didn't have to run off a triple screen or, or, or do a V-cut or anything. He catches it and shoots a three-point shot and misses the whole rim wide right. I mean, worse than dang uh, Scott Norwood. Who was the guy for uh, the Buffalo Bills? Scott Norwood. Scott Norwood. He, Wide right. So he's a Florida State kicker against Miami. Oh my God. So he is my dud of the week. The stud of the week is his dad. What's his name? Lamar Ball. Ball. He is a marketing genius that he can convince everyone that his son can actually play basketball in the NBA. I mean, seeing Big Baller brand shoes are 500 bucks. The guy's a stud. Yeah, now check this out. Big Baller brand shoes are 500 bucks, and you know he sprained his ankle severely like last week or a couple weeks ago, and they did some kind of test on the shoes, and they're saying that the shoes should not be worn. To play basketball in mm. in the NBA in in, in uh, competitive basketball because the way they were structured and the way they're built was inadequate for them to be playing. Well, that's because Alonzo's not competitive. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. All right, Bobby, who's your dud of the week? I mean, I hate to say this, but my NC State, State basketball team is going 24 points. I mean, just man, that's just atrocious, wow. guys. I mean, I love you guys and y'all did a great job, but we got to. We can't They're do probably that. not listening, but thank you for throwing that in there. <laughs> we can't do that. They're shooting right now. They're in the gym right now shooting. <laughs> yeah. I have a no, they were shooting I have last a night. Fire question They're shooting it. last night. After <laughs> <laughs> the game. Miller, who's your dud of the week? I was going to go with State. I mean, that's an easy one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty easy. That's one. probably the worst showing ever. out of everything this week. Well, the worst performance of, in ever. a shot clock era ever yeah. by a ranked team. Yeah, you can't beat that. That has to be the dud. Of Is that how you going to Absolutely. I mean – that's, that Nothing awful. comes close to that. No. I kept refreshing my phone. I thought like, it was, I thought it was messed has up. To be a misprint. Like, you couldn't score yeah. 24. <laughs> was it you that were saying that to me? AJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I'm going yeah. to Bobby's house to watch the game, and I get over there, and Bob's trying to find the game on the TV because it wasn't on the regular TV. So we were going to try to find it on, like, ACC Network or something. And so I'm kind of grinding away, and he was like, Man, something's wrong with my phone. It must be locked up. It's it, it's not refreshing. It says they've got forty something, and State's only got twenty something. And I'm like, I looked on my face yeah. and said, Nah, man, my sister's the same thing. I did. I'm like, I mean, after the game, I even checked the box score to make sure. Like, how do you only score twenty four? Yeah, they need a Jimmy on their team. Yeah. They, yeah. All right, my dud of the week. My dud of the week is the NBA, and I'll tell you why. NBA. In case you forget, this is Super Bowl week. This is the week of the freaking Super Bowl. No one cares this week that Anthony Davis wants to be traded. No one cares that Christine Porzingis got traded to the Mavericks for I don't know who he got traded for. Dennis Smith Jr. But I yeah, do know that's a good that, trade. That's but a huge I do trade. know I do know this that the Knicks and no one cares that the Knicks have now cleared all this cap room and they're preparing to make a run at Kyrie, KD, and Davis and Clay Thompson. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. This is Super Bowl week. 
the NBA trying to steal the limelight from the NFL. NBA, you got to realize, guys, you think because you're global that people actually care. This week they don't care because, like Bob Mills said, we're Americans. <laughs> we're Americans. We're the baddest ass country in the in the world. We've been kicked out of every country. Before been kicked this. out of every country before We're that. Mutts. And Americans love football. Plain and simple. Super Bowl week. So NBA, you're my duds of the week. That's a good one. That's All a right. good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to a very close second dud of the week. Did you really say that? Kansas coach Bill Self. A.K.A. Tony Marshburn. Yep. In a statement regarding the NCAA's decision on the two-year – I don't know if y'all follow this. Right, yes. The two-year suspension of the KU player Silvio DeSosa. This was crap now. This was just purity crap. The kid, has he's a, he was a freshman last year. This is part of the Adidas NCAA FBI right. scandal. He played last year, but because the NCAA is taking so long to decide what's going on, he's basically sat out this year, every game this year. They came back this week and said, okay – you got to sit out the remainder of this year and next year. Next year, man. The kid took. The kid actually didn't take any money. His guardian, who was not even his parents, he he's from like somewhere over in Africa, came over here. His guardians took twenty five hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and were supposedly negotiating a deal for like twenty grand, but that never materialized. But the twenty five hundred bucks, this kid gets basically two years suspension. There's a kid named Josh Selby or something like that that took like 5,600 bucks, mm. and he got a nine-game suspension by the NCAA. Okay. Wow. Same school, though. Same. Bill Self, in my 30-plus years of coaching college basketball, I have never witnessed such a mean-spirited and vindictive punishment against a young man who did nothing wrong. To take away his opportunity to play college basketball is shameful and a failure of the NCAA. This process took way too long to address the issue. That's pretty strong words. He will pro- most likely be fined by the NCAA. I really don't think he gives a crap, no. but I think he's spot on. Yep. Spot on. Man. But at the same time, he knew what was going on. He's not innocent in any of this stuff. Okay, so let's – so let's – so I want you to answer – so riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> to date, how many NCAA coaches have been suspended by the NCAA because of all this stuff? Can I tell you? Zero. Zero. Okay, the microphone here can't see it, but Facebook can see it. Zero coaches have been suspended by the NCA, and obviously these players weren't doing it by themselves. They were doing. They were supposedly doing it with some coaches. So if you're going to do this, man, just pull the hammer and, and throw the hammer down. Don't don't make it on the easy targets. The well, players, Bettino, but Bettino yeah, can't coach. The, the players can't hire lawyers. Coaches right, can yeah, hire damn right. right. and, 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 and the school can saying. also yeah. protect. The school is protecting. Would you would you say Bettino can't too. coach right now? He's coaching in Europe. He's no, Europe. but I said he can't coach in the NCAA coaching, right now. He's, he's coaching the McKinney so League over it's in one, You got one. He can't coach. Right. <laughs> yeah, but they never fined him or, nor suspended him. He's not no, but the, but the school did, though. Yeah, the school did it. Right. But they never – the NCAA never – Still never gave a sanction. They never – like, right. they never put any hmm. sanctions yeah. on Rick Pitino. Damn, he can get away with anybody, it, can he? Well, it, he's so, a tough off of college basketball. Uh, Miller, <laughs> Miller in Arizona – He's still he, coaching. I, I get this, but they, when, when, I, I want to hear your justification of this because I don't get it. You, you you read, you follow, you read, you can read between the lines. You know these coaches know. Absolutely. Right. So the NCAA, like you said, they're picking on this the student. They're, because, p- they're picking the, the low hanging fruit. The university is paying right. them millions and millions of dollars to keep this from hitting the fan. But eventually, it's going to hit the fan. It's not going to be now. But it's it's awful. It's, it's coming. It's coming. It, right. They're picking the low. Do you think basketball the has the worst? Do you think basketball's the worst with this? As no, far it's as like, go, the, it's going on football too. You think look, football is absolutely. more? Absolutely. Look, look, there was a day that was going on, on down at Coastal Carolina uh, College down at Conway with soccer. With soccer. Those guys wow. would they, those guys would meet people out in the woods and they'd get an envelope of money. So I mean, it's going around with all sports. It happens at every uh-huh. school, and if you don't think it does, you're. So you don't think one sport's worse than another? You think it's pretty. No, I mean, random. Yeah, I mean, your big revenue sports. You know, those, yeah, you those got kids more money there. So they're right. You know, so I mean, but it's been going on for years. And I, I, I know a guy who's a car guy now, but he used to actually coach under Rick Pitino, and he said it's not the players or their parents. He said it's. He said it's these hey, AAU coaches. coaches. Yep. He said they all got their hands out and they're you know. 
and that's that's why they that's why they've changed the way they're doing um, a lot of the AAU tour this mm-hmm. summer. I mean, that, there's been sweeping changes that that that's occurring with these AAU tournaments and stuff like that. That stuff is not going to be like it's been in in the past. They're trying to rein rein that stuff in. So, I, want, I want to put a plug in for Greenfield School. They want to get back into the they're in. ECI. They're in. Greenfield School is in the ECI yeah. this year. They want to get in. They they're got in. some studs. Wells Gulledge talked to Rob yeah. this week, and they are back in the All ECI. Right. Rob All right. Up. Rapid fire. Here we go. We'll just start down the line. Here we go. Who would you rather have at quarterback? Randall Co- uh, Randall Cunningham, Steve Young, Michael Vick, or Cam Newton? Is that a, like Steve a question? Young. Steve Young. Steve Young. Steve Young. All right. Rate those four quarterbacks one to four. <clears throat> Randall Cunningham, Steve, Steve Young, Young won. Okay. Everybody else tied at four. No, I would do Steve, Randall, Randall Steve Young. Randall Cunningham was awesome. No, Randall second. Vic before or after? Vince after Vince. the dogs. Before or after the dogs. It doesn't matter, man. Okay, Michael I would, Vick couldn't throw I go Young, Vick, Cunningham, and Cam Newton last. Cunningham second for sure. I think Cunningham, I know, I go Cun- Vick second. Cunningham had a better arm than Vick. They both could run. <clears throat> Vick couldn't. Yeah, Vic Cunningham second. The other two, yeah, he hasn't had a loss so, for a while. Do I yeah. know? Randall Cunningham second, and Cam Newton's eighth, <laughs> and tied for fourth. Wow, the other one, the Carolina Panthers quarterback. All right, here we go. Fourth and goal from the one yard line. If you don't get a touchdown, the other team gets the ball and runs out the clock, and you lose. Which running back, past or present, are you giving the ball to for the score? Oh, Barry Sanders. No doubt. I know who I'm giving it to. The bus. That's what I'm giving it to. Barry Sanders. <laughs> I'm giving it to Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka, that's a good one. Come on, guys. William Perry. He's getting it every time. He's not a runner. <laughs> <laughs> he said one yard, not one foot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Jerome Bettis. That's the a good fridge, one. The yeah. fridge, come on. The fridge. How about how about get a chicken he, leg? He wasn't there. much he wasn't much good outside one yard or so. Do y'all remember the dude that played for the uh Saints? Craig Iron Haywood. 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 Yep. Yeah. Dude, man, that would be – I mean, he was he played legitimate. played didn't he? He played a pit. He yeah. was legitimate, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's interesting. I've, somebody posted that on Facebook, and I just wanted to, you know, kind of pass that on. Okay, we've talked about this. Yes or no, Julius Peppers, best Carolina Panther ever. Currently. Currently, best Carolina Panther. We haven't Panther. had a ton of Wait, grades. Like, so, yes. Is he the best best player to ever play at, for the Carolina Panthers? His career. Not counting Luke Cookley because he will be the best Carolina Panther. So you're saying retired? Retired. No longer I, active. I say I yes. Know, I mean, you throw Steve Sam Smith. What about yes. Sam Mills? Sam Mills. Sam Mills is Sam Mills good. I'm just asking. I got to go with JP. He, the Peppers, he was yeah, dominant for so long. Yeah. Sam Mills is legit. Sam Mills Jake got a statue. Home. He played the Super Bowl. Hey. <laughs> Jack the Homie. Hey, I, I think he's a cousin of ours, too. Hey, I think his, so hey, his back Hey. Hey, Jake Delhomme's backup, Chris Winkie, was pretty damn good. <laughs> the jersey. <laughs> anyway, okay. That, that's a side story. That would take a little while. Would you rather? Okay. Who Would drafted you? Chris Winkie, by huh? the way? Who drafted Chris Winkie? The Panthers. The Panthers. No, I'm talking about baseball. Uh, I have oh, no wow. The Yankees. I don't, I don't yeah. know anything about yeah, baseball. I don't, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Would you have rather? Would you rather never make it to the Super Bowl? Or get to two or three Super Bowls and lose them all. Oh, Would you wow. rather never make it to the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl and lose? Lose, you get paid. Take the money out of it. Man. <laughs> How can you? Uh, wow. You know to this day, Mike Golick on ESPN never made it to the Super Bowl playing for the Dolphins and the Eagles. And to this day, he is a humongous, obviously, sports guy. Never watches the Super Bowl because he said it hurts him too bad because he never made a Super Bowl. Really? Yep. Wow. So what would you do? Would you rather have ever made the Super Bowl? Man, that's tough. I'm making a lose two or three times. Right. I, to be in the presence of greatness. I get yeah, that that's the that's the So you'd rather be a loser. That's the So you'd rather be a loser. Okay. Man, better to have loved and lost. I've been there than say I've never been there. Gone. Okay. Yeah. Better now, to have loved and lost. Alright, now here's a here's a series of Super Bowl would would you rather's. Alright, here we go. Would you rather start a franchise today with Sean McVay? Or Bill Belichick as head coach. Oh, Bill Belichick. Shucks. Next. This is rapid fire. Bill Belichick. I'll take Big Tuna. Take McVay. Starting young. What do you say? No, I'm taking Bill. He knows how to get there. He, he's going to win. He's won. He's a winner there. All right. Would you rather build a defense around Aaron McDonald or Khalil Mack? Oof. Ooh. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. What do you think, Dave? Ooh. <laughs> 
That's a tough one. That's a real tough one. Come on before they retire. Come on. This is rapid fire. All right, Darnold. Khalil Mack. I'll say Khalil Mack, too. Would you rather have Julio Jones or Obel? Or Odell Beckham Jr. on the other end of a Hail Mary. Don't, don't on the finish. other end of a Hail Mary. Don't Julio. Finish. Julio. Not even close. Julio. I like the hands. I'm going with Odell Beckham. I am too. I'm going with Odell Beckham too. He can do it with one hand. Would you rather have four tickets to this year's Super Bowl or four season tickets for the next 10 years to any NFL team of your choice? Oh, shucks. I'll take next 10 years. I'll take, yeah, 10 years. Yeah, I give me season tickets. Absolutely. I can do a lot of tailgates. <laughs> And I can make a lot more money off of that. Because the Super Bowl, I can watch at home and, now, and, and, and enjoy. And now to lighten the load a little bit, would you rather spoon and cuddle with Bill Belichick or kiss Tom Brady in the, on the mouth? Tom's got some soft lips because Giselle does sex. So I got I to gotta get a feeling he's there. He's pretty sexy. I mean, if you kiss Tom Brady, it's kind of like kissing Giselle. Yeah. So. That's, that's true. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with neither, though. All right. Yes or no? I'm scared of my masculinity. <laughs> yes or no? ACC basketball, top to bottom, down this year. We've determined that. Agreed. Yes. Yes, yes or no? Roy Williams' job is safe this week. <laughs> I, I don't know. You tell me, Steve. As long you as tell me, Steve. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. He's up yeah. Roy, Roy's He's, listening right now. He's secure. I think they're going to hire Trevor, though, maybe. <laughs> yes He's on no. siesta. <laughs> yes or no? NC State's shooting coach's job isn't secure. He's fired. <laughs> they have one? <laughs> NC State, Carolina on Tuesday. Who wins? NC State's going to pull the upset. Carolina. By, by how many? What? One. They're going to win what? by one. Carolina by how many? Ooh. Eight. Carolina by five. In, in Chapel Hill, Carolina by 15. Mm. Carolina's going to squeak it out by five. They're playing good ball. <laughs> They're playing good. All right. You wait. Yes or no? Does the the State score more than 24 points Tuesday night? <laughs> They're going to score a little bit over 24 this In time. the first half. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes or no? Does Keats wear his red jacket and Roy wear his blue jacket? Tuesday he doesn't night. wear red on the road. Okay, so that's yeah, no, I didn't no. know. That would be okay, awesome no. if they did that. Okay. He's going to do something different anyway. Okay. Maybe score more than 24? Yeah. <laughs> Duke at UVA on Saturday. Who wins? Duke. UVA. Duke. UVA. I'm going with UVA. How many points? Do you want one? Oh, 70. I got one. Okay, I guess one more. I got one. So. Okay, I'm going with UVA, and they're going to win by five. <coughs> oh, I like it. What's up, Zion, Zion scores 29 points. Okay. I mean, dunks. Speaking, speaking of Prince 128 Lyon. over and under. Four dunks. Duke, Duke Carolina. Duke. Three uh, threes. Duke, Virginia. Yeah. It's going over. It's going over. Virginia, a couple times, has gotten the They can't score this year. Yeah. How many yeah. dunks does Prince Zion have in the game? Four plus. Four dunks? Four plus. No. Against Virginia? Against Virginia. Yeah. He gets all his dunks on breakaways. Virginia doesn't turn yeah, the ball over. He's going to slam it. If you turn it over, you get, they, he takes you out of the game. Yeah, they make you go to Virginia Tech. <laughs> where you hold us to 24. So. <laughs> That's where they're so good. How many dunks, how many dunks does Prince Zion get? Three. Three. I'm going to six. I'm going two. I mean, it depends okay. on how many points he scores divided by two. That's how many dunks he's going to get. How many times during the game does one of the announcers say that Zion Williams is the greatest prospect we've ever seen? God. How many one times in the game? I yeah. hope zero. How many times during the game? Two and a half. Is Dickie V doing the game? Oh, Dickie V does it. He, <laughs> did you see the game the other day? No. Yesterday? He went over this dunk and he goes, oh, we haven't seen that since MJ. Put it on a shoe. Put it on a shoe. I'm like, yo, dude, come on. It's freaking college Wait, baseball. That, that game's next week? Next well, they, aren't they doing the crossover with ESPN where the – the NBA guys are doing the college. College guys are doing NBA. Is that oh, next week? Oh, is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, that's they're they're going to do it a lot then. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there's no okay. telling. All right, last one. Last question, and this is it. The over and under is 12. The number is 12. The number of donuts Prince Zion eats after the game, is it going to be more than 12 or less than 12? Less, because he's going to share one with somebody else. So he's going to have so 11. He's, so, so he's going to take his dozen Nine and, and share one. He's going to have 11. I say more. I'm saying he goes for a second dozen and he's 24. That's it, folks. Y'all have a great <laughs> night. Watch Super Bowl. Enjoy.